Hey Dave, this was a great idea to get out of the house for a change and come to this cool nightclub. This is really amazing, Jeffrey, except I am blinded by the disco ball. Well, as soon as your eyes get back and adjust to the light, look at those girls over there. Oh, I can see them now. Look at them, Jeffrey. Maybe they would go out with us. Do you think they would? They would never go out with us. What do we have to offer them? Maybe we could offer them some Bounding Fire Productions products. Oh, why, of course. Bounding Fire produces only the best thoroughly play-tested action-packed scenarios Mm -hmm. and campaigns. Mm -hmm. They're committed to customer service. That's right. How could anybody possibly resist something from Bounding Fire Productions? They could not. We could give them our lines, you know, our pickup lines, like, um... Hey, girls, you want to go into the rubble? Oh, that's a good one, Dave. Or how about if I said, hey, ladies... Let's go to the high ground. Oh, that would work every time. We can put the Operation Cobra into work here now to help us achieve our objective, Schmidt, with these lovely ladies. (laughs) That's so good. That's really good, Dave. Good thinking. Maybe they would want to see our Crucible of Steel. Oh, especially mine. I think so. And by the end of the night, Poland would be in flames. Oh, it's going to be a hot one Tonight, Let's go over there and talk to them. I'm so excited. Uh, come on. Go ahead. Me. You, you, okay, go ahead. Hey, ladies. Uh, do you want to go maybe not just to the beach, but beyond the beachhead? Ow! you squad leader players wake up squad leader players wherever you are wake up it's time for the two half squads oh yes two half squads (laughs) hey everybody it It is time it is time welcome to episode 196 now yeah 196 we're getting within striking distance of 200 which will be recorded at uh, live at the asl open all things be uh god willing unless Unless something amazing happens, we'll be there. So this is uh, the only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world, which would be Advanced Squad Leader, of course. Indeed. We've done a lot of research, and we've determined that it is Advanced Squad Leader. That's right. How yeah. was your weekend? Well, uh, my weekend was was okay. What was more interesting was today I had to go to get a CT scan, hmm. a CAT scan, as they call it. I don't know why they call it a cat scan, because it's a CT scan. Scan your cat. So I had to drive a bit of a distance, and uh, it's kind of interesting. Have you ever had a CT scan? You, you've had, a, I, you, you had a number you got of an MRI. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how it's different. I don't know. I had ultrasounds Yeah. for the heart thing. Yeah. This was, it was interesting, because they... They took me into a room. It's like the waiting room, and then there's all these little changing rooms. It was kind of like being at the Gap, but then there were lockers, so it was a little like being in a gym. But there were all these people sitting on chairs, so it was like sitting at a bus station. It was just weird. I couldn't quite figure out where I was. So I went into the changing room, and they gave me a nice nice scrubs to change into. So I Ooh. took off all my clothes and put on these scrubs, and I thought, I look really good in scrubs. 
Isn't that what the doctors wear? Yeah. So then did you walk around and do operations I wa- on people? I kind of wanted to check in on people and just say, let me look at your chart. <laughs> and they said, put your shoes back on. And I had my gym shoes. So I had scrubs and gym shoes on. And I thought, I fit right in here. This medical thing, it's not so hard. All that schooling, you can skip all that. You just put on the scrubs and the shoes. It's like that Saturday Night Live skit, How Hard Can That Be? Oh, and they'd, really? they'd sit around and, and interview people who about their jobs. Oh, yeah? And then they'd go, so you cut open brains, mess around inside, and then close them up again. How hard can that be? <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of what I felt like. So then uh, they came and called my name to take me into the CAT scan area. And this is at Northwestern University, so they have nice equipment. They don't have the... Sh- the schlumpy equipment, like they have <laughs> the stuff you can but get at Goodwill. For the people on Obamacare, they yeah. have to use that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was all new. Like the, they hadn't even taken the price tags off, the Siemens, <laughs> the big Siemens thing. It Siemens, was like, what were they checking? It was, <laughs> they weren't checking my Siemens, oh. but they were, it was made by Siemens. It's like, it's like this big aqua donut, this gigantic donut. <laughs> It was kind of, it looked like a cross between a donut and a spin dryer or or like um, Stargate. I was thinking maybe they're going to push me through and I'll end up in another dimension. <laughs> but they had me lay on this table and I guess I forgot to evacuate my bladder before I went for the CT scan. <laughs> so, started spraying everywhere? Well, no. <laughs> no, but they said, this is going to take 15 or 20 minutes. And I thought, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I kind of got to go. And he says, eh, you kind of got to stay here now. Yeah, my age, Jeffrey, so. <laughs> I try and clear my bladder anytime I can. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that somewhere, like never pass up a bathroom. If you get When you get a ch- you know, when they're there, check in. Well, I didn't do that. I don't know if I've said on the air before, but it's lucky I'm by the bathroom in my hallway. I oh, you are? I have the room across. Oh, yeah. excellent, yeah. yeah. The only drawback, sometimes teachers will come in and go, Dave, can you? They're women. Can you go check the men's room? I think there's something going on in there with kids or something. Or oh, really? My kid went in there. He hasn't come out yet. Special ed kid, whatever. Um, but yeah. So but are I they can... in there like building chemistry <laughs> well, experiments or what are they doing? Once in there? we found feces in there on the floor. Oh, really? Yeah, it goes back a ways. Yeah. Yeah. Once that, and once a um, um, some kid just did it. It was like yeah, normal kid did it. Like to be funny or mean or something. And then, I would consider that funny. <laughs> when you're in eighth grade? Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah, the one time was the urinator. Did I tell you that one on the air yet? Uh, no. So urine kept appearing on the floor at a certain time of day. So oh, I said to my buddy Tim, we're gonna, hey, Tim, we're going to go catch this. So I'm across the hall. I can go dart in there, like even during class. And if it's a passing period of another grade level, I can just kind of Say, all right, everyone turn to page 208 and then zip across the hall yeah, and run back to the class. Might be urinating Myrtle, like I, from Harry Potter. Was there a, a urinating Myrtle? Well, I can't remember what her name was. Myrtle something. She was in. The, she hung out in the bathroom. Oh, I always yeah, thought that was a whole, the whole thing was a little odd. That, the, that section could have been cut out. The ghost. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so sure enough, I walk in there and there's a guy standing there going, oh, someone peed on the wall. And there's... This liquid is going down the wall into the drain. Oh. While I'm standing there behind him. So I'm like, hey! And they all look really, oh, him and a witness jump. And then I grab my friend Tim, and we both interrogate these two guys. And they would not break. Did you give them a good dressing down? I know that sounds inappropriate. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I think it is. 
And interestingly, now, you know how this turns out. So they would not break. Tim is a great guy. He could break any kid. He couldn't break this witness. And I had the, the guy that did it. I'm like, I saw you doing this. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. That was already there. I said, I saw it running down the wall. So when we took him to the office, I went back in with a cup of water to actually see how quickly <laughs> liquid goes down a wall. Clearly, he was doing it right there in front of me. And so when the, the, he, they kept denying it, and the mom called, and the principal said I had to take this phone call. And I eventually said, lady, <laughs> rarely this direct. I said, he knows what he did because she's telling me. She actually said this. Um, I'm a like a, a lawyer stenographer so for a lawyer or something for court. And did you see it coming out of his body? <laughs> can you believe it? It's running, yeah, I can, I can it's, believe that. It's running down the wall. Yeah. He's the only kid standing there going, yeah. oh, somebody peed out the wall. And um, I said, look. At this point, I don't care about punishment. I said, you know, I'm too old for that to care anymore. And I said, look, lady, um, he knows he did it. I know he did it. I lied to my mom, too, when I was in eighth grade. And I'm not concerned with any kind of punishment. It just better not happen again because it's been appearing all the time. Yeah. He was like, well, you don't can't prove that. And I said, I do not care about proving it. So if yeah. you have anything else to say to me, I know what happened and I'm done. And, oh, okay. So she got him out of any punishment. And yeah. Do you think it ever happened again? I'm going to say no. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Until he got to college. He's probably, <laughs> and probably at his job, his job after that. He's probably I'll, doing it all I'll, the time. Are you blaming me because I didn't pursue a punishment? Yeah, so he I thought think it's could, your fault. He could get away. <laughs> yeah. He probably works yeah. in the White House now. Oh, my well, I would tell you the rest of my uh, yes. CT scan story, but we're out of time. Oh, sorry. so yeah. <laughs> no. So what were, else is new? Were you really done? No. Well, then go back to it. What? The story. What story? I'm not going to talk until you go <laughs> back to it. <laughs> well, they put me through the donut a couple of times. I really had to go. <laughs> and I was starting to think. And you know, when you kind of have to go, you, you're starting to think. I may. I'll, I'm going to try not to think about it. And they said we're going to let you sit here for 15 minutes until the, the stuff that they inject in me. And they kept saying goes through, and then they could take more pictures. You know. And then they keep saying, but don't think about urinating. Yeah, try not to think about urinating, because you can't get up. <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe I'll just I'll sit here. So I'll just lay here with my eyes closed. And then after a while, I thought, no, I'll open my eyes. So I open my eyes, and I look up, and in the ceiling, I guess you know. To, get, to help people relax, they had this big mural of a waterfall, like, shining <laughs> through the lights. So I'm sitting there looking at this waterfall. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh. And they come in, how you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Can you, can you turn this thing up, buddy? Can you crank this thing up any faster? So anyway, they finally... They finally put me through that, uh, and it got good images, I guess. And then, you know, then I tried to casually walk down the hall and <laughs> got into not the bathroom. Yeah, not too fast, but... Oh, my. Yeah, so CT scan. <clears throat> Fun. Easy to do. Pretty painless. Yeah. How do I look? I'm glow. You I'm look, all aglow. You look glow. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the vodka. Yeah. But... Yeah. No, I feel fine for that. So, uh, anyway... This is the two half squats, and we're yeah. probably going to be talking about advanced squad leader at some point. In fact, if we got, is it time? Uh, sure, it's time. It's always time for a little ASL discussion, and 
What do we got first, Jeff? What have you been playing lately? What have you been playing lately? Well, let me take my ear earplugs out of yeah. my head. <laughs> my <laughs> ears. Take them out of your head. I, I played Anabasis, which is... It, was she in this? town? <laughs> Anna, I love her. I loved her in uh, Pitch Perfect. She was marvelous, wasn't she? Yeah, this is she was great. ASL Scenario 177 from Hakapale. Hakapale. Yeah. And you always say to me, did you play test that one? Yeah. Right? And I, I, I'm not even going to ask. I'm just, I know you have. No, you know we haven't because you asked oh, me you this didn't. when you were at my house last oh. time. <laughs> Was I paying attention <laughs> no, at the time? I guess weren't. I was not. So, yeah, you can see Dave and I had not play tested this one. This one was completed, so we got to play a brand new oh, for us. Oh, okay. Well, that must have been kind of exciting, really. Yeah, boards 19, board 2. They're not full board, so I thought it was a nice, tight little um, board setup. The ends are chopped off. The Germans win by controlling all three level three hexes. So it's the uh, mountain bo early mountain board. I think that was two, right? Or is that 19? Yeah, it's 19. I think. Oh, listeners. Oh, well. Um, but anyway, it's the hit mountain. We're all familiar with the hill. And um, then there can be no... That's a good way of putting it. We're all familiar with it. So <laughs> I won't should explain. Be. They're early boards, you know, two and 19. Yeah, right. Well, two is. 19 is too. Yeah, I guess that's We're all the way up to 100 and something. Are they up that high? Oh, I think so. 100? We're close. Close. Very what close. Gonna, what are we going to do when they run 70s, out of numbers? 80s. They're still putting out boards and we run out of numbers. They already did the A, B, or Z backward with the starter yeah. kit. So. And they also have to clear a road. See, so, you know, that was key for this game. And So this um, was snow, right? You had snow? No, no, no. No ground no. snow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a... When it's springtime in Hakapale, and the snow has all melted. <clears throat> Weren't a lot of these snowy? Uh, a lot of them, yes. Not this yeah, one. Not this one. <clears throat> October 1944. <laughs> and the Finns cannot amass... And the Finns cannot amass... <laughs> okay, just stop. Okay, sorry. <laughs> cannot amass less than... Or, or 20. You get 20 victory points to fin you win. And there's 20 victory points. I think I had 15 going into the end, and it really looked like Dave would win. Uh, you got these fins set up. There's just machine guns. There's no tanks. There is OBA. Our last show, the guy said he oh. didn't like OBA. Yeah. ID Jester. Right? Yeah, Kirk, Kirk. Didn't, doesn't really like OBA. I, I was going to ask you about it, that. It's, it's, it is complicated. It's a lot of pages. Well, his kind of thing was it doesn't fit. You know, we, we it kind never, of th throws off the rhythm or something, or it does, doesn't fit. Yeah. We never really asked how that... No, we didn't. Why he really believed that, yeah. right? Did, do you get that, though? No. It makes me want to... You know, play an OBA uh, yeah, no. scenario, really. Prep fire, Soon, radio. and then see. Sp you know, so I can spotting, see that. spotting round. Yeah. I mean, fits in the phases. I, yeah, I, I kind of thought so, too. But, but my friend anyway. Rick Hollander, who was an artillerist in Korea. Oh, yeah, right. Also felt it didn't historically match what he felt it should be. I kind of remember him saying that, yeah. yeah. But okay, anyway, you had what was the OBA in this? Scenario. Uh, oh, I even forget. It's on the other sheet. Oh, it was okay. about 75 or something. Okay. So it wasn't anything massive. And it's at night. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So there's three German groups approaching, and he selects which ones enter on the sides of the board. One's from, like, the Finn left flank, 
and two straight across, coming straight into you. There's a woods ahead of the mountain or hill, and so you can do a forward defense in there. Danger is with night you can get no move counters on you, and you can't mm-hmm. ever move, right. ever move. Oh, okay, so you can get isolated out there, which did happen to me. I had two squads end up out there. Um, the he found a brilliant gap of a two night range visibility range, so you can only see two hexes out. Mm. And I set up squads about every three, four hexes. So I thought I had it all covered. He found a center opening where there were enough hexes that he could shoot right down the middle hex, and I wouldn't be able to see him to react, to shoot, to put up a star shell, to light up the night sky, to do anything. So I'm just sitting there at night looking around, not seeing anything, and he's running right up the middle. I'm like, this is brilliant. I really blew, blew this defense. So I think the other option you could set up Everything up on the hill. I think you might want to do that if you play Anabasis. Again, I had a couple guys in the forward not ever get under their no-move counters. You have a lot of dummy counters everywhere. The attacker has the cloaking, so there's a lot of question marks coming at you. They're just question marks of a different nationality, a lot of them. And some are nothing at all. Some are three squads and one cloaking counter. Mm. That's how night works. So he was really pushing in there quickly up that center, then he hit the hill. I did have some defense on the hill that finally everything started getting illuminated in close range shooting. You can see people shoot. They make gun flashes. And uh, I thought he was going to roll right over it because these are the SS. And, and you can put together these 24 neg 2, two neg 2 leaders and four neg 1 leaders. So every every fire stack has a mm. neg. Yeah. Make even up shots with 24s coming at you. A lot of medium machine guns. And the artillery, which we couldn't get to work well. We couldn't quite figure it out. Um, you can't see any, anything to lay it in. And then he got his guy close in, to, with, you know, not within two, but once we, I started shooting and then the little star shells went up, he could see something. But then he was close enough that I could break him. And once he broke, he never got that leader back oh, with the radio. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's no fun. But still, I was getting hit with these several shots, twenty fours, even ups, and he was just break, break, break me. But it got down to when I could also fire back. You got fins, five, four, eights with, with some lights and stuff, so they got some firepower, um, and held them off on. And then in my reinforcements, so the hill guys held them off. I kept like two of these five or seven hill top level three hexes. And, again, you, you flip some rolls. He, I break instead of he breaks coming up the hill. You know, game over. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. So it was, I still felt it was close. We both thought the other guy was going to win at various times. And you have reinforcements as a fin coming on. I normally think they would run up the hill. But he's also got to clear this road from the left flank. And you do have Germans coming on the left. So their job is to clear that road. Well... Um, somehow one of my back guys that I thought was not going to have a no-move counter on him ended up seeing somebody running up at mm-hmm. night, like a star shell went up just enough that he could see them, and so he was free to move. He could run around to the road, and I took this reinforcement stack you're going to get of five squads, an egg one leader, eight o leader, two light machine guns, 
And instead of moving all the way up the hill, Hex is like in the middle of one of these two boards. I'm just staying right on the edge where this road he has to clear comes off, right? Okay. So I just move into this tight little corner, little not a corner, but on the back of the board. Hunker down. There's a one level hill hex. Put a squat up there with a light, and then two in the house building with the neg one leader, and just hold and think. Okay, he's got to come and bust these guys. And they haven't. If you look at the board, you have a nice little woods right behind you. You can go into and rally up, and come back right up oh. onto the hill in the house, and you yeah. may be able to up and down, up and down, hold that by the road. Yeah, that's another thing to think about. So in the end, I did win. Um, just ran out of time, and the balance was to increase it by a turn. So had Dave had another turn, you might have rallied up mm-hmm. some of those SS because, mm-hmm. you know, they rally up at high number. Yeah. What is it, eight on the back, nine on the back? I think it's nine. Yeah, I think yeah. so, right? Yeah. And the fins have self-rally. Oh, they're all self-rally? All the fins, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, always. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. So when I'm the fins. When you're the fins. When I'm the fins. When you're not. Yeah, exactly. So that was Anabasis. I guess I'll scenario 177 from Hakapale. And your first time through it. Why? Mm-hmm. Pretty slick. Well, I played a scenario. First one in actually quite a while for various reasons. I played, uh, I went over to Rich Spilkey's house, and uh, we played Death's Head Debut, which Ooh, is hard. Sounds scary. It's it's hard to pronounce. Death's head, death's head, death's head debut. Death's head debut. Okay, I guess I have to practice it. I would just call it uh, death head. This is one that Rich selected because he'll be playing in the ASL Open coming That's up right. here uh, very shortly in Chicago, May, uh, April. I can't remember now. Eighth or ninth or sixth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. I think is are the dates on that. If anybody wants to have a lot of fun. Come to Chicago, meet the two half squads, be there for our 200th episode. Indeed. He picked this scenario because he'll be playing it in one of the mini tournaments, I guess, uh, at the ASL mini tournament. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, they do uh, like a yeah. Saturday only. Uh... Yeah. I think this is one of the ones that's offered for that. And this is from uh, Schwerpunk. This is SP267. And I think this is actually, oh yeah, this is designed by Evan Sherry, our dear, 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 dear friend who we never talked to. Yes, but we did interview once, didn't we? I, I think we did, yes. And we should do it again, because we haven't heard from him for a long hey, time. Hey, they all should send and us their free guy. product, and maybe we would. Yeah, I'd, I, actually, are is uh, are they still putting out products? Mm-hmm. Still coming out occasionally mm-hmm. from Shortpunk? Okay, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't looked lately on the website. Maybe you check that while I'm talking about this. So this is a Russians versus Germans, February 1943. And this is one of the first actions, I think, one of the early actions of the Totenkopf, the ah. Death's Head Totenkopf. Oh, yeah. It's a unit, That's German the, unit, right? Yeah, the 3rd SS Panzer Grenadier Division, Totenkopf. And Totenkopf, I think, or Kopf, actually means Death's Head which is, it's the name for the skull and crossbones insignia. Um, This scenario uses board 58 and 59, about half of each of the boards. And uh, 58 is the one with all the hills on it. Pretty sure. It's very hilly. Could be. And 59 just has some buildings on it. Rich played the Russians. The Russians were set up, they were defending, and they were defending, they had five 
multi-hex buildings that they needed to maintain and a hilltop. It was a level three hilltop that they had to keep by the end. The Germans, of course, trying to get against, uh, trying to go in against them, they needed to catch uh, the top of the hill and three of the five buildings. So Rich set up pretty much so that I could waltz in and take two of the five buildings, which kind of made sense. Okay. But he put one squad in one of those two buildings that he was giving up. So he wasn't totally giving up. He had one squad in there. And actually, that squad turned out to be a thorn in my side because, you know, I haven't played in a while. I kind of have forgotten everything about strategy and and rules. And at least I remembered to say please and thank you and, you know, uh, and uh, put the toilet seat down when I was done. But um, so uh, five and a half turns on this. Russians had about uh, 10 or 11 squads and uh, a few tanks that came on six trenches. So they, they kind of were dug in pretty well. And like I say, they had some tanks here and they were the T-34s. I needed to be careful as the Germans. Now, the Germans had a nice amount of squads, these SS, these 468s, which I like, then the 548s really fun to play with because they rally so well. They've got mm-hmm. a nice long range. They've got high firepower. You know, it's really excellent squads. Then a 9-2, a 9-neg-1, and a nine uh, and an 8-neg-1 leader. A heavy, a medium, um, some lights, some ATRs, a couple of mortars. I mean, the, the Germans are really pretty nicely outfitted at the beginning of this thing. Then there's some extra squads, some more 548s that come on on the side so right alongside of the, some of the buildings that Rich was holding on to, and I thought, well, this, this, this is actually going to be easy for the Germans. But I didn't do too well with this. Uh, I kind of, I put a lot of my forces going against the hill first, and as often happens with me, if, if there's one thing that I say I do pretty often, it's I get my vehicles kind of jammed up. They They end up trying to all get into one area, and they just get too jammed up. So trying to get up that hill, and it was a little difficult because there was ground snow on this. Maybe that's what screwed me up because it, you know, get that extra movement factor going up a, a level. That's true. And this hill was a three-level hill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get squads trying to go up there. Uh, vehicles takes five movement points to get up, movement factors to get up the hill. Um, but I did manage to take the hill. The hill wasn't actually too bad. But on the other side where the buildings were, uh, I, I just didn't really set up my... I tell you where I really fell down was the the guys on the eastern side that were moving in against Rich's buildings. They had some open ground that they would have to cover. And what I should have done was bring my panzers up to drop smoke in on that open ground so they could get through that. And I did not do that. So they got kind of hung up along there for a couple of turns and it didn't put enough pressure on the side, on that side. So Rich was able to to pretty casually uh, repel my forces on that side. He had a big mortar, he, uh, which actually we thought it was going to do more. Um, it was one of those 82-millimeter uh, mortars, uh, which he had nicely positioned on uh, the back of the hill. But as as often as he shot it, it never really did any damage. It's It's always kind of funny that way when you think, I got this nice big mortar, it's got, you know, Uh good rate of fire. 
I'm going to get a lot of good mileage out of this thing, and it never actually does any damage. Plenty of hits, but no damage. He did more damage with a hidden AT gun, and this is where it really got me. So he had a hidden AT gun. I had moved all my tanks up because uh-huh. there was a, there was a lot of ground to cover. I couldn't search every single woods hex. So I moved my tanks up and my infantry up, and then he revealed a AT gun, and he shot up the, right up the back of one of my tanks and blew it up. Mm-hmm. I had one squad that was hanging back, so I thought, okay, I'm going to run back and get him. So I ran back to get him, broke him. So he routed out of the AT gun, then he rallied, and I thought, oh, he's going to go back to the AT gun, but yeah. he didn't. Then I moved in for close combat. He with the de- crew? With the crew. He decided not to attack. So He's a clever one. He's very clever. <laughs> so he's very clever. So And neither one of us won the close combat, so then he could just withdraw out of there. You can leave a combat yeah. with the tank. And so um, that guy back there went around, ran around, and went back in one of the captured buildings that I had already been in and retook it. I mean, that's just like, that was it. So, he's a clever one. So he's a clever one, and uh, I, didn't, I didn't really play very well. I, did, I had not looked at this scenario very long. I looked at it a little bit, but not long enough to really develop a decent strategy. But, but it was a fun scenario. Death's head debut or debut death's head debut <laughs> that's where i took it was in debut yeah we kind of talked about you and i don't put a lot of time into pre-planning all these yeah and i wish play. i i really wish i did well but then would do you do you want to spend an extra night two hours no looking at it not two hours but you know i if i had spent a little more time it would have helped me out. I just need to think, what is he going to try and do? And it's what I failed to think about is the attacker. What, what, he, what might he do? Yeah. Well, maybe I think about it briefly. Well, for me, I, I would have, if I had spent a little time, I would have noticed, oh, there's really, there's three hexes of open ground here on these guys that are moving in from the east. How are they going to get across that open ground? Unless there's smoke. So I should have moved the tanks over there to put yeah, to lay smoke that, down there. Yeah, that part, yeah, we should have mastered by now, right? You would think smoke. So that was a schwerpunkt scenario. Yes, it was. Um, a good one. Trying to research while you're talking, and um, I thought I saw one thing on Game Squad. No, the other one, Gamer Geek Gamers, Board Game Geek. Yeah, that said they moved to England and the shipping costs were too much now. Oh, is that right? But 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 but. Oh, now it said go to that's hearsay. Game Squad, and you can find. And, of course, I did a quick search. It just says, well, this is December 20th, 2017. Tampa ASL Group has finally released Schwerpunkt Volume 23 and ah, Rally okay. Point 14. Both are available by mail order now. When I click on the link, it doesn't open. Oh. But hmm. does this mean Tampa ASL Group? Should should Tom Barklow know about that? And He should. Kirk Fan? Yeah. I mean, Tampa's not that far for him. Because he said he was Tom in well, Vassal and he group? said he was in Tampa. Is that the, who did? Kirk. He did. He said he's near Tampa. Well, what do you know? Which reminds me of a joke. Yeah. This is one of the oldest jokes I remember. My my sister, who is ten years older than I, her boyfriend told me this joke when I was like eight years old, and I didn't understand it. And the joke was, uh, a guy says. Um, 
a girl says to her boyfriend, she said, you know, it's my birthday. And he said, yeah. And he said, she said, you, you said you were going to take me to Florida. And he said, no, I didn't. She said, yes, you did. You said you were going to take me to Florida. Are we going to Florida? I'm all excited. He said, no, I didn't say I was going to take you to Florida. You said you were going to take me to Florida when I turned 21. He said, no, I didn't. I said I was going to Tampa with you. That's not funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and when you're eight years old, it's really not funny. <laughs> but it looks like here, Jeff, yeah, there is a way to order. That, that must be in Florida. Maybe those European guys saying he didn't want to pay shipping costs to have short punks yeah. shipped <laughs> over there. Yeah. But it looks like Florida, Sherry Enterprises, P.O. Box 3. Hey, Sherry Enterprises, send us some products. So yeah, we or, can or uh, start yeah. looking and review this stuff on the air, okay? Yeah. Um, Drop us a line. Send yeah, us we inter- a postcard. I thought we interviewed him at the Ohio. point of view. In Ohio, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We've got one called Best of Pete Shelling, Rally Point Volume 10. My brother in law told me a joke the other day. <laughs> yes? <laughs> Which I also didn't get. So this this joke takes place in the South, and there's a woman uh, going to church, and church is, the first service is just letting out. Uh, it's a Catholic church, and she goes up, she sees the, Are you the priest there, and she goes up and she says... one in our audience? No. Okay. And she says, hi, is mass out? And the, and the priest says, uh, no, but your hat's on crooked. Now, oh, <laughs> my ass yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that. I no, had to. That's... I had to call my sister and say, "What? I don't get the joke." <laughs> Is mass out? No, but your hat's on crooked. I didn't. It took me a while. Anyway, back to ASL talk. Yeah, what's up next? Hello, boys and girls. It's. Terrain time! There we go. It's terrain time. Thank you, ASL singers. Ooh, yes. And so, Jeffrey, our terrain time notes. Do you know how long ago I took these? Wow, look at those. Like a year, wasn't yeah. it? Remember, it's we did on a rubble? tablet, a clay tablet. <laughs> go back and look when we did rubble as terrain time. Has that been a year? Oh, it's been yeah, forever. Yeah. It's I been mean, a long time. You know how mad people get we don't contact them soon enough for those interviews. Yeah. Well, I made these you know notes like it had to be last spring. Yeah, and now it's almost spring again. We should do more shows or talk <laughs> talk less about cat scans and or don't have and peeing on, on the walls and stuff like that. The important so, stuff. These are fire rules. Okay, fire. I think twenty five. Fire away. Yeah, fire away, Dave. Well. Take flame, flame is a potential fire. Did you know that? Yeah, well, that seems. I think I learned that around third grade, when the fireman came What's, to the to, to school where? to school to because you started a fire. No, they came oh. to you know teach us about fire. Fire oh, prevention right. week. Do you know in ASL that there's a flame on the back of the blaze counter or fire counter? Yeah. Okay. So all fires start as a flame. Yes. Unless it's burning, falling rubble or a wreck blaze. Because you just blow up a tank, it's a blaze. It's a bla- instantly a blaze. Yeah. yeah. So there's kindling attempts. Do you know what those are? Oh, sure. 
That's the uh, where you're trying to start a fire. Do you know what the German word for young children is? Kinder. You are correct. Not to be confused with kindling. Kindling, right. Because you never want to be kindling kinder. That would right. be horrible. Lighting horrible. your children on fire. <laughs> Unpinned, good order infantry with a leader may do the kindling. Yeah. And that's we've talked about that off and on over the years as as something that is usually, usually N.A. by uh, SSRs. But uh, something I often thought would be fun to just light things on fire. And do you know who recommended that to us at an ASL Open when we interviewed Uh No, I don't remember who that was. Bendis. Bob Bendis. Yep. Light everything on fire. Yep. Yeah. Whenever you can, unless yeah. it's prohibited. Light stuff on fire. It seems to take forever for me to start a fire. Though. That's the thing. Yeah, it's kind of like digging a foxhole. It's like, do I really want to invest, you know, two or three turns on this? But time for quiz show terrain time. Oh, quiz show. May let me prepare the bell. Single man counter leader Kindle if he's alone. Yes. As you didn't ring in. Oh, yes. You are correct. Yeah. I mean, how hard is it? Well, it's better easier when you got ten guys trying. So I wonder what the uh, analogy or the, what the connection is this for actual uh, reality in World War II. Did did guys light stuff on fire often? Do you think? I don't think like, as light a tactic. Fire? I don't think like we have to hold this city. Here comes the enemy. Let's burn, Let's these, burn these five these. buildings on the edge of the yeah. town so they yeah. have to go around it. Yeah. I don't think, but certainly scorched earth is to destroy everything. Yes, right. So the enemy can't get anything yeah. done often. Yeah. Especially by the Russians, I guess, or at least that's the cases I've heard of. When the Germans were withdrawing and the Russians were chasing them through to Berlin, I know the Germans were lighting things on fire. Were they? I think so. I don't think so. In that book we read, Berlin. Berlin. Fall, oh, the Fall of great Berlin. Spine and Sprocket yes. episode. That was a great one. Yeah. Boy, that Spine and Sprocket, that is a great Great podcast. podcast. Excellent. Those guys are geniuses. Get listening, fans. Yeah. Don't be telling us. Oh, well, now you're doing a bunch of books about Agatha Christie and stuff. We don't want to hear it. Yeah. Get, get in there and listen. Yeah. Um, Jeff, must the single man counter pass a task check in order to... Yes. You can't right. just be light and stuff. you got to pass the task check because it takes some skill. What? Why did that bell go off in the That's middle? That's delayed bell. <laughs> what phase does he do this in? To do the kindling. Uh-huh. What phase does he it's do the kindling one, in? All right, let me fit think. in a couple. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say rally phase. I would have too, but it's the one after that. Do you, do you know? <laughs> prep fire phase? Yes. Really? Yeah. So okay. instead of prepping, you mark them with the oh, prep. You're doing okay. the... Okay. Yeah. The die roll number you need to roll is greater than or equal to the kindling number... With the environmental conditions ah, okay. added. Yeah. And it, so... Is it easier in dry conditions I'm or gonna, wet? Yeah. Well, oh, man. These are tough. I know. Dry. <laughs> you are correct. Um, the single man counter modifier is reversed. Okay. Because you so, want to roll Yeah, because you want direction. a higher number. Yeah. Right. So it's neg... Yeah, it's one of the few times you're trying to roll high in ASL. Yeah. Right? Games should be consistent, right? 
I think so. Everything should be low as good. So the neg two you know? should it should just come off the die. Well, it does. It comes off the die. It should, but it's added, inverted. Because yeah. you're right. You want to roll high, right? Greater than the kindling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It should be be consistent. Okay. When we buy the game, when we <laughs> buy the game from MMP, that's what we're gonna. That's gonna be our our big contribution to ASL. Yeah, we should take it over. Yeah. So this um. It's neg two for a single man counter, neg one for a half squad crew. Question: May a leader direct more than one attempt to kindle? No. Yes. Oh, how can leaders put up with the pressure? I don't know. <laughs> it's why they're leaders. Okay. They're battle tested. If pre designated, it says. Remember, I wrote these notes. Yeah, pre designated. That's what it says. Okay. All right. Um, flamethrowers and those star fire. Oh, definitely. Yes. You roll an original K or KIA means you then make a subsequent die roll, add the environmental conditions. So again, dry would be, make it easier. Yeah. And if that is greater than or equal to the kindling number, place a flame. Yeah. Okay. So fires can also be started with high explosives or heat, high explosive anti-tank ammunition. Yeah. It may cause a flame, again, on a KIA. Now, this always kind of bugs me. Some things it's a K or a KIA, and then some things it's a KIA. Can we oh. just make it consistent? No. No. That's a lot to ask. <laughs> um, it's not... Vehicle target type? Oh, of course. Because, yeah, if you're shooting in a vehicle, aren't you using AP or something? No, you could use high explosives. But, and you don't use it on a collateral attack or rubble. Okay. Okay. And then from there, it's the same process as a flamethrower, excepting on buildings. This is Disco Disco Inferno. I thought maybe they were going to get to it. Burn, baby, burn. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's somewhere in there. They'll get to it. Yeah, they will. All right, sir. I think I got the wrong song. I don't know. Rule 25.14, sir. Wreck Blaze. Eliminated. Oh, when a tank is eliminated by, or any vehicle, by a flamethrower or a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Less than or equal to its to kill number or less than or equal to half of its to kill number when it's direct fire at the tank or it's close combat. Got it? Okay. So flamethrower, Molotov, less than to kill number, easier to burn. Yes. Less than half when it's a direct fire weapon that has to hit, like, the ammo to, to blow it up, you know, to get fire going. Or close combat. Yep. Or if you have to get an unlikely kill, it's a got to roll one after rolling the two snake eyes for the unlikely likely kill. Then it's a burning wreck. So question is a burning wreck 
a burning terrain location? No. You are correct. And you say you don't know this game. Yeah. No. Must, uh, so the, that must first spread to a terrain in the hex. So, yeah, the burning yeah. wreck is in the hex. You don't roll for spreading fire to the next hex is over. you got to light up your own terrain hex first. Right. And then go. Does a burning wreck add to movement due to its attendant smoke? Does it what? Add? Oh, a burning wreck, does it add to the movement for troops running through the hex because of the smoke from the burning wreck? Yeah. Yes, you are yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay. I just want burn, baby, burn. I'm not finding it. Oh, maybe this and is And you're it. not giving up until you do. Burn, baby, burn. No. Give up. Rule 25.15, flame. When do you check to see if that flame is going to grow into a blaze in its own hex? Um, oh, man. We did I'd this a lot. I have to have my ASOP chart. No. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say rally phase. No. I like to start at the beginning. It's, it's going to be... In the advanced five phase after the turn it's placed. So that gets tricky too. So oh, you okay. start the flame. Oh, in advanced fire phase. Okay. In any turn. Yeah. And you got to wait. Then you get the advanced fire. Well, you, not now. You got to wait till the next turn. It kind of makes sense. I mean, it takes a while yeah. for these things to right. blaze up. But, and then you can mark it with a pin counter to remind yourself that it doesn't turn into a blaze this turn. Oh, okay. So you place the the flame, mark it with a pin, advance fire phase, pull the pin off so you know, okay, from now on, this thing can spread or yeah. grow. Mm-hmm. Now, rules for a blaze, you have to, to get it to be a blaze, you have to roll greater than or equal to the spreading number, add your environmental conditions, except inside a building, because does it rain in there? Usually not. Especially the climate-controlled buildings. Right. And also, you get a neg one for fortified building. And when you're rolling that to see if neg that, one meaning uh, in it's harder to, to yes ignite, right? Yeah, yeah, because you're rolling. No, you're rolling greater than the spread number with a neg one for fortified. Why? Maybe it's fortified with wood. <laughs> no, that would be. It's harder in fortified. Maybe it's fortified with brick. Oh yeah, I don't know. That's what I. Th- that's what I. Th- was thinking it should be harder and fortified it is because yeah. it's an egg one yeah and what die roll do you get would extinguish your flame and it would just oh really oh fizzle yeah that's never gone. happened i'm gonna guess uh box cars nope opposite snake eyes right because you're rolling to spread is a high number oh okay so you got to flip it again they yeah. inverted this on us then the smoke from the wreck Adds a plus two, as you previously said. And the hindrance die roll modifier for smoke also counts. Now, do you still get a plus one for the vehicle when you're in that hex hiding if you're getting the plus two for smoke? No. You are correct. You're not going to be hiding under a burning vehicle. No, but you're in the hex. Oh, right. You're going to be not that close to it. Yeah. Right. So you get the smoke, you don't get the vehicle. Right. And it's not cumulative. So... 
Oh. That's a good one. I don't know if that's ever happened to me. There are exceptions. Of course. <laughs> ASL is... Ah, SL is all about exceptions. That's heavy winds and pre-existing fire lane. Go figure. Heavy, okay. Heavy winds? All right. Oh, I guess maybe. Oh, it's blowing away all the smoke. Then they let you get close enough, I guess. Maybe. And entering and exiting. First of all, can you stay in a hex with a blaze? Uh... I'm going to say no. You are correct, You must leave. You must leave by the next route phase. Yeah. You may break or withdraw from melee to also get out. Oh, okay. If you have to. Uh Uh-huh. Even if you're berserk. Then what happens to dudes in melee in a blaze? Ooh. Uh, Boy, no idea. Now it says that's a good one. The previous one I said, remember I wrote these a long time ago. Yeah, you may withdraw from melee, uh, but it says what happens to dudes in melee? They die. Oh, really? So okay, I guess if you're not withdrawn, yeah, you're you're just dead. You're dead. And if you're pinned in a blaze, you're gone. You're you, toast. You die. And so my new gaming strategy for ASL. Yeah. Is when I'm in melee, I'm going to set fires in the hex. There you go. <laughs> and then withdraw. Yeah. And watch my opponent yeah. burn. Sweet. <laughs> or have adjacent guys. When you set a fire, you have to be in the hex, right? Oh, so you can't have adjacent guys set a fire. No. You can flamethrow it. Flamethrow it. Torch or, it. Yeah. Or if it's dry, demo, demolition charge. Might yes. Start a fire. Could start a fire. And what... <laughs> What happens if you voluntarily enter a blaze hex? You are asked to leave because you're silly. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are eliminated. Unless you're Danneries. 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 Yeah, Targaryen. From, yes. Then you can enter the blaze hex. Yeah. She doesn't care. Does a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Does a pillbox keep you safe from a blaze? Because uh, you're no. inside. No. Why not? You're inside a concrete emplacement. Yeah, no. What happens to the oxygen? I think all the papers in, in there burn. There's always papers. There's always a filing cabinet or something with papers. So don't just go hide in a concrete pillbox. No. Flame all around you. It kind of feels like it, it should be a good place to maybe, go. Maybe, but... but it would, it, I guess the it oxygen. sucks the oxygen, yeah, right? You can't, be, you can't right. be doing that. You can't be doing that? No. Okay. Does a wetsuit keep you safe in Blaze Hex? It's a wetsuit. Uh, is it wet? Yes. It's a wet wetsuit. Yes. Uh, no. You're correct. No. So don't try and have your Navy. <laughs> your Cousteau. <laughs> No, what are those navy guys that go ahead on the beach first and mark the little lanes in the land in the Oh right, the Pathfinders. In Gung-ho. Oh oh good. Yeah. Where'd you pull that one from? Good. Yeah. Now can you go to twenty five point five and read the chart? Uh sorry, sure. make you work. Sure. Almost done. In twenty five twenty five point five there is an environmental conditions chart that you roll, and if the final DR, that is a single die roll, 
is less than or equal to zero, then the environmental conditions are snow. What? Oh, if you're setting up your own. Yeah. To determine. Uh, with a one, it's mud. Two is wet. Three is moist. I don't like the word moist. No, no. I don't no. like that word. Mm-mm. Moist. Mm-mm. Uh, unless you're talking about devil's food cake. <laughs> it's good to it's have moist. it moist. You know, we had a lemon cake on Sunday for my mom and son's Oh, that's nice. Was it moist? Lemon cake is like the moist, most moist cake you can get. (laughs) Serious. But you don't want a cake that's too moist because then it's, there's something wrong with it. No, this is pretty good moist. Uh, Dry. You know what you don't want? Dry cake. If you roll a five, your cake is dry. Roll a five, your cake is dry. Is a six very dry? Very dry cake. Uh Ah, yeah. Saw that coming. Yeah. So... And isn't there more about like um, plus three modifiers for mud? Well, yes, no. So there's some uh, some adaptation uh, to the modifiers depending on the date. Oh, so January and February going to be harder. Yeah. Okay. Just harder or easier. Let's see. And I'm just looking here. There's an environmental conditions table. That might have what I was thinking, but. What I'm looking at here says that it's uh, snow is neg three to the chart. Yeah, you've got the the neg three in January, February, neg two in December, March, November, April, neg one, June and September plus one because it's drier, right? And July and August could be drought plus two. And then when you're rolling to determine those that's before the start of any scenario taking place in temperate climates in which environmental conditions have not been specified you make the die roll on the EC chart to determine it varied by the month of the scenario and for arid lands and for tropical scenarios also different charts and then uh, snow gives you the environmental condition modifiers neg 3 and mud also and then wet neg 2 moist (laughs) neg 1 moderate 0 dry plus 1 very dry plus 2 that also when you're determining spreading yes i see and all that stuff. i see so if your final die roll i was i was reading the final die rolls not the uh modifications for the determining right the, yeah yeah and then um so you have uh spreading every player turn after it appears if it's adjacent to you check all the adjacent hexes to see if it spreads the fire the blaze spreads or if it's a burning wreck, we would go first again to the same locations we determined. What about, Jeff, what about a burning wreck in bypass? Which hex? Both? Yes, both really? of them. Check to see if it spreads to them. Wow. If it's adjacent to several flames, you only check once at the best chance to spread. So it's possible to have all these blazes around a hex. But you mm. just pick one, okay. the most likely one, and check it. Do fires spread vertically in a building? Yes. Oh, of course. Do they spread diagonally? Uh, diagonally. What does that mean? Oh, up and over a hex? No. No. Horizontally? Yes. Yes, to all adjacent hexes. And then wrapping this up here, there's neg one wind what did i mean by that plus two heavy wind that doesn't make sense oh never mind folks it automatically oh if there's a heavy winds 
it automatically spreads yeah down, uh, to three downwind hexes. Can fire blazes blazes spread upwind ever? No, no, you are correct. And then there's um, does a flamethrower have long range? Now here's one of those rules <laughs> you find and you go, did does a flamethrower have long range ability in heavy winds? Well, now that's a good question. So if you're using the flamethrower in the direction of the wind, uh-huh. does it go farther? In the, I mean, into the wind or well, with the wind? With the wind, it would go farther, you, I would think. You still get long range when you're going with the wind. Oh, you do. But if you go into the wind, you don't. Oh, you do get long range? Yes. Okay. Is Now, remember that one. Of wow. course, how often do you have heavy winds? I don't know. Yeah, but it's not that boy, often, but that it's rule, the kind of thing that would come up. Yeah, if you asked me that, I would say, that's not in the rules. Yeah. Upwind with the wind, away yeah. from the wind with a flamethrower? I've never heard of it. But there it is. Wow. So That just shows you the, the amount of detail that went into this. Uh, we're always true. exploring stuff that amazes me still. And that wraps up the rule tw- uh, terrain time, rule 25. Okay. Next up, I guess, 26, 27, 28. You have to start researching gotta, again. Yeah, we got to pick some more rules. So. Get back into the meat. How long of a show we got? Uh, we're at fifty-five minutes, so that's a I show. Guess I think that's a show. I was going to add the Korean scenario close-up look at them. I'll record it and add it onto a different show. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, I guess that's going to wrap it up for this show. Next time we're going to have more ASL fun and possibly Rich Spilkeon talking about more. Yes, rubbles. we've got some good stuff coming up yeah. in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Some some guys, Rich and a couple of other guys, are going to be talking about their uh, recent escapades into uh, red barricades scenario. So, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Remember to roll low, roll, roll really low, and rally well. But not when you're. Oh wait a minute! Not when you're playing us. Not, oh yeah, not not when, not you're, when playing you're playing us. us. Okay, right, right. Burn, Boy, it's been a while. Boy, Dave, you got the moves. That's right, Jeffrey. I'm going to run and jump into your arms, and you All lift right. me up over your head. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Go. Hey. Ah. Wow, are you strong? Uh, I put you down yet? Yeah, Did, my bladder. You want to be put down? My yet? bladder's full. It's right. still full. I'll put you down so you go to the bathroom. Okay. Uh.